You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Maze, did you check the P.O. box for the Ruben party invite? The Illuminati P.O. box? Yeah. Even I forget how to reach that location. I don't have the address handy, but no, I didn't check it because, you know, it's been a long 4th of July weekend. We're recording late. Yeah. This episode's coming out on a Thursday, which is crazy. I didn't get a chance to get there. It's a physical mailbox? I thought it was a notification system where you check an email and then it tells you. And then after that, you could do like an Amazon locker pickup or something. I didn't know we had a Mm -hmm. snail mail address that people could send. Well, I didn't want to give out too much information. I mean, it's kind of like a code name for our... P.O. Box. Tom gave it exclusively to Michael Rubin. <laughs> so it's pretty hard to get a hold of it. Also, you know, every once in a while we have to deactivate our mailbox, I mean, and get a new one because the block gets too hot. Way too hot. I'm going to tell you one thing, though, guys. I watched this video about watches at this party. Oh, you saw that too? Yeah. I don't know if my old Apple Watch Series 7 would turn enough heads over there. Doesn't have enough Patek Philippe Richard meal. Audemars Puget. It's not enough Frenchy, not Frenchy enough to get that kind of action going. And I mean, I really am offended on behalf of Maze that you tried to do a French accent on this show, but that's his turf, man. It's okay. Leave it up to Maze. I'm still in shambles after the Wembenyama accent tour. Yeah. I don't know if I want to get back in the French accent game. I'll leave that door open for a mean, but. Looks like we missed a hell of a party, guys. Looks like we should have gone to the P.O. box and checked for our invitations to the Michael Rubin White Party because apparently it was a movie. You know, my favorite thing about the movie is like it feels like a like a movie. It feels like a real like, you know, go to the theater film movie. Which is absolutely Jumping to the top of my least favorite Patois power rankings. It's a movie tonight. Oh, man. Come on, man. Last night was a movie. No, it's a music video, if anything. Well, There's no script. There's no plot. Yeah. There's no gaffers. This is just a music video, man. We had Embiid 
We had Booker. We had Tobias Harris, who was there with James Harden. So did he make a trade demand at the party or are they mending fences at the party? Is that where James Harden typically does his demands as at the Michael Rubin white party mm. with little baby at his side always? I want to believe that Dermore tried to go to the white party, but James Harden said no and scratched him off the list. Maury's been in the past, right? I'm not imagining that, am I? Maybe. I'm not sure. I kind of think he is. Michael Rubin, by the way, looks great. Lost a few pounds. I feel like he's looking pretty slender. That was the first thing that jumped off the page. A lot less stressful when you're not an NBA owner. See, David Sampson taught me this. Life as a billionaire is stressful and hard, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look at this guy. The guy gives up ownership of the team and immediately his health improves. He looks better. He looks full of life. And we're not giving enough credit to the men and women who lead these billion-dollar organizations. We're not, I, for one, am not going to stand for it. Yeah, imagine how much money he lost throwing this white party, I mean. Because you can see that Fanatics is valued at billions of dollars, but he actually doesn't have billions of dollars. He is losing money every year. Every year. Mickey Arison... And the Arison family just lose money. They hemorrhage money every year. They can't, even though the team's worth $3 billion, they don't have $3 billion to actually spend any money. So Michael Rubin, this house, this $50 million house on the Hamptons. Guess what he doesn't have, Tom? He doesn't have the $50 million in cash. And everyone knows in this country, if you don't have liquidity at all, that means you're basically a pauper. Yeah, cash is king. Cash is clay. Was clay there? No Clay Thompson. His boat got lost at sea on the way. It's a long way to go around Cape Horn to get to the white party in time. Oh, you're going that way. I was wondering, do you go to the Panama Canal somehow? That's what I had, yeah. Ooh, yeah, that would have been too quick. He missed that turn. So then the next turn is Cape Horn, and all of a sudden, you're in the Bermuda Triangle. If you say Cape Horn too quickly. Oh. Well, <laughs> my assignment Uncover why the association inspires more conspiracy theories in volume and salience than any other U.S. sport. Have you heard of the Illuminati? The truth is out there, but so are lies. Your eyes can deceive you. Don't trust them. The NBA has always been controlled by about eight people. Denial is the most predictable of all human responses. If you're only using 10% of your brain, you don't even know that you're using 10% of your brain. The NBA Illuminati. If coincidences are just coincidences, why do they feel so contrived? The Illuminati. But you start to follow the money, and you don't know where the f*** is going to take you. It is unspoken. They have influence among other players. The NBA Illuminati. I don't have time for your convenient ignorance. Maybe I'm a conspiracist now as well. That's all it took. Oh, we got books, we got schools. You saw a video on YouTube. <laughs> Why am I, sir? You've never used them before. We are the basketball Illuminati. <laughs> This is Basketball Illuminati. I am Tom Haberstroh, and as always, I am joined by the five-star Illuminati generals, Amin Al-Hassan and producer Anthony Mays. The draft is done. The champion is crowned. Free agency is here. And of course, free agency is nothing if there wasn't multiple trade demands. That's right. 
multiple trade demands in the NBA. We're going to get to that. We're also going to talk about this new free agency superstar, Shadow Burner Newsbreaker. There is an account out there dropping dimes on Twitter that has broken multiple big bombshells, bombs, before the other newsbreakers do. Who is this person? And is he even in the United States? Was he celebrating the 4th of July? We're going to have to figure this out. But first. You are listening to The Agenda with Tom Haberstroh and Amin El-Hassan. So I'd like to declare the era of free agency is never over. You're always a free agent. If you're an NBA star, I think free agency is dead. The whole concept of free agency, if you're in that top 20, top 25 circle of the NBA, you can always force a trade because what I'm seeing from Damian Lillard is no different than what I've seen from a couple stars do, which is like, my work is done here. I know I'm signed long-term. This is where I want to go. I've built up enough equity in this organization. I've done enough. My organization hasn't reciprocated my talent level. And I want to go elsewhere. And here's where I want to go. It's almost like Damian Lillard is exercising free agency here. And the thing that's interesting to me is what about the other teams? Because I think what people want to see is like, hey, that's not fair. Damian Lillard is under contract with the Portland Trailblazers for another several seasons. He can't just pick his team. He's under contract. Why doesn't Portland trade him, I mean, to Indiana or Oklahoma City? Mm-hmm. Why do they have to listen to Damian Lillard here if he is under contract for four more seasons? What's the incentive of Joe Cronin, the GM and decision maker for the Portland Trailblazers, to send him to Miami? Like, Why doesn't he just send him to whatever the best package is, I mean? Well, quite simply because Damian Lillard could say, I ain't going there. And if you send me there, I'm not going to, I won't report. And that puts the teams that are acquiring him in a bad position. See, this has very little to do with the Blazers, what the Blazers can do or what they want to do or what they can demand. It has everything to do with the supply side, the stuff that they would be getting. If Damian Lillard announces, I'm not showing up, basically don't want to be part of your organization. Well, then as the acquiring organization, you're saying to yourself, wait a second, I'm giving up three, maybe four first round picks. I'm giving up pick swaps. I'm giving up young prospects that I feel really good about. For a guy who doesn't even want to be here, why would I do that? I have to mitigate my risk, and I do that by offering less. And so Portland finds itself in a situation where the offering teams are basically not giving their best offer. So in a weird reverse Darwinism sort of way, the Heat offer becomes the best offer because that's the only team earnestly negotiating, Mm -hmm. saying, here, I'll give you everything I have and take Nurkic's contract, by way of example, if you do this deal with me. Yeah, and I don't think people realize that, that other teams in a vacuum might say, oh yeah, I can beat the Miami offer. Tyler Hero, a Kyle Lowry contract or Duncan Robinson contract and a couple picks and a couple pick swaps. I can top that and bring Damian Lillard to my team. But you're going to get an unhappy Damian Lillard. It's going to make your organization look worse because you gave up all these assets to a star that does not respect your organization and where they're at to want to play. And then you got to trade them for 70 cents on the dollar and all the headache that comes with it. So then the Miami Heat are sitting here making the NBA finals. 
And I kind of jokingly said they're going to get Damian Lillard without giving up Bam Adebayo. But it does look like they are absolutely in the pull position here to get Damian Lillard and add him to the core of Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. But Tom, you know what the funny thing is? And I talked about this a little bit on Levitard show. This is the right move for Portland anyway to move him. Mm -hmm. He's 33 years old. He's got a contract that's now about to start getting really crazy. High 40s, 50s and beyond in terms of salary. It allows them to successfully move into a new era, not try to do this thing at the same time. Two timelines. They solidify themselves. They give themselves a better chance. The draft is a crapshoot. Even the best drafting teams get it wrong more often than they get it right. So what you want, I told Dan Lebetard, this is the legacy of Sam Hinkie. His legacy wasn't, oh, we're going to try to get the number one pick. His legacy was, give me as many picks as possible so that I know one of them might end up getting right. And sure enough, he got that one in Joel Embiid. So if you're Portland, forget doing right by Damon or whatever. Like, this is the right thing for you. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we have two examples in the last year or two of the team not responding to the trade demand right away. And that's Kevin Durant, last 4th of July. We were right here on Basketball Illuminati talking about Mm -hmm. his trade demand, which didn't end up happening until February when Matt Ishbia took over. And they got more than they could have gotten after the trade demand was made. Same with Ben Simmons, who demanded a trade in September 2021. Daryl Morey didn't back down an inch and didn't trade Ben Simmons until... February 2022, once James Harden had also made another trade demand, which led to them getting a better return by waiting. So Portland, isn't it to their advantage to wait until the stove cools down and we're not all talking about Miami and they can get a better return? Or Miami says, oh yeah, that first round pick. Now we're going to heavily protect that first round pick. If Miami starts pulling assets away because they realize that Portland doesn't have anywhere to go, you also risk this being on the front page of every NBA show for the next two months. That this is all anyone talks about. And you're going to antagonize Damian Lillard. Do you really want to do that? Does that make you look better as an organization? I can understand James Harden if he's loafing and he doesn't have exactly the highest approval rating with your fan base, but it's not. You don't want to antagonize Damian Lillard. So the longer this drags out, the worse it looks for Portland. And I think for them, with this organization, turning the page is probably their best interest, trying to just set the next chapter of their organization in motion. So maybe they let this drag out. But to me, if they read the room and see that Miami Heat has the best offer, just get the deal done and move on. You know, the other part of this, guys, is the Blazers are going to get sold here probably in the next 9 to 12 months. There's going to be a new owner. So if you're Joe Cronin, you're already operating under that cloud new ownership is going to probably want their guys in there. So how do I save my job? I save my job by being tough and getting the most amount for Damian Lillard as possible. I don't save my job by getting a deal done quickly. Uh, and that's, that's if it. it actually saves his job. So the other interesting thing about this story, rather than the power struggle or the power dynamics between Joe Cronin and Damian Lillard and the agents involved in this deal is the media. My favorite part. This is where you have to keep your third eye open, everybody. All the way open, folks. All the way open. Damian Lillard makes a trade demand with the Portland Trailblazers and 
has identified that the Miami Heat are his preferred destination, his only destination. And this, from what I can tell, is being reported by almost every outlet unanimously, Miami Heat or bust. Except for one, ESPN, Mark Spears is reporting for Anscape that Damian Lillard made a trade demand and wants to go to the Miami Heat. But there's this other piece where Adrian Wojnarowski is going on all the programs and saying that, hey, Portland doesn't have to do a deal with Miami. There's other people out here too. Who else? The Los Angeles Clippers and also 76ers have interest in Damian Lillard. So in addition to Miami, there are two others that have interest. And I'm sitting here like, I think 29 teams in the NBA have interest in Damian Lillard. 30 teams have interest because the Blazers would love to keep him. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even a case of 29 teams, it's 30 teams. But I hope that I live long enough to see my children have children and to see those children have children too. So that one day when I'm on my deathbed at whatever advanced age and they're all surrounding me, my entire family, generations, I can tell them I love them. And then I can say, remember when they tried to convince us that San Antonio had a shot against Damian Lillard? <laughs> that was a crazy couple hours on Twitter. And they'll say, what's Twitter, granddad? And I'll say, don't worry about it. How bizarre. I get it, man. People try to nudge and you show love to your people or whatever, but that's another level of insanity. You think he wants to be part of a rebuild? Would he just stay in Portland? No, I mean, you're saying they have a shot. No, that's not the wording, okay? It's not the wording. What was the wording? The wording, I mean, was Damian Lillard has a deep respect oh. for the San Antonio Spurs organization. You are connecting some dots that are not there. I mean, yeah. you are reading too much into this. It's just a note, an honest, harmless note to say, hey, Damian Lillard, yep, Miami Heat. That's where he wants to go. But there's also this thing. Keep in mind, he played for Pop once on Team USA. And that was a fun time. A deep appreciation for Sizzlers. Doesn't mean I'm going to have that for dinner. (laughs) It's a a weird thing to bring up. Sorry, you have a deep appreciation for Sizzler? Yeah. I liked all-you-can-eat salad. As a concept? Yeah. Like the concept of the Spurs? Okay. There you go. I don't know. The incredulousness that you're asking with right now, that's my life. Ask him about this Dame news. I have a deep respect for the San Antonio Spurs. They've done a lot. I respect Greg Popovich, one of the greatest coaches of my entire life. Everyone loves Pop. I don't feel the same way about Sizzler. I'm not trying to get bogged down in that, but the Spurs have accomplished quite a bit more, and that makes quite a bit more sense than comparing it to Sizzler. If you want to throw out a more respectable restaurant, that's on you. No, I don't. Mm. And then I think I saw, Maze, that there was a few people who were calling the Spurs their dark horse in this race. Okay. I feel like dark horse is a move you make when you know it's not going to happen, but in the 1% chance that it does, people remember you saying the Spurs are the dark horse for the Damian Lillard sweepstakes. It's really a no-cost call. It's a free roll. You can just say anything's a dark horse, and if it hits people will remember it. If it doesn't, eh, got to the one yard line and the Spurs couldn't come to an agreement, right? Yeah, I would say that's more of a stalking horse or a shot in the dark horse (laughs) in that context. A shot in the stalking horse? From a spur, perhaps, driven by your heel. Yeah, it just seems like to me that ESPN, during this break in the schedule where like all the free agency flurries done, 
Now it's the waiting game where James Harden with the 76ers opt in and demand a trade out of there, not happy with the organization. You got to fill time. And for me, watching ESPN, you can see that Adrian Wojnarowski, when he's on the air, he's laying it out pretty clear is that I think the wording was no rush. The Blazers are in no rush. It's going to take some time for this marketplace to develop and to get a real sense of what is available to them out there. But they're certainly in no rush to go do a deal with Miami. They would need a third team to take on Tyler Hero. Uh, it's, I think it's just going to take time. And we know from whiplash, Tom, that if you're not rushing, you're dragging. Right. So it seems like we're really dragging through this process here. Now, are you a rusher or are you a dragger? Or are you going to be on my fucking time? We're going to be on your time. Not my tempo. But it's Joe Cronin's tempo. Is it? Look, the Blazers are going to wait this out and let the marketplace materialize with other bigger, better offers. And part of that way you do that is to get on ESPN and announce to the world, hey, get your better offers onto the table because we're not ready to sign off on this Miami Heat. We're not going to trade them to Miami because we want a better package. So it seems like Woj has a connection with the Blazers front office, an unspoken partnership, if you will. I think Woj broke the Joe Cronin news that he was hired by the Blazers full time, no longer interim GM. Let me see this. Before you even get into the current regime, just remember that Woj is also the same guy who completely neglected to say that Neil O'Shea got ousted for having a toxic workplace. He's got to ignore that whole thing. He never, you know, oh, parting of ways, I believe, or something along the lines. When in actuality, Neil O'Shea was out because an independent investigation commissioned by the Portland Trailblazers found him to be presiding over an extremely toxic workplace. But Neil O'Shea was one of Woj's most loyal sources. And as a result, he benefited from some of ESPN's most favorable coverage throughout much of a very lackluster tenure. So his successor, Joe Cronin, from within, it's not like they went out and got a new guy. So guess what? Business as usual at old Moda Center at the Rose Garden. But I think this is where you're leading into, Tom. Is it just the status quo people who are there under Neil O'Shea that is creating this cycle of loyalty and Positive coverage? Well, yeah, I, I did find it, I mean, Maze. Uh, May 10th, 2022, ESPN sources, the Portland Trailblazers are promoting Joe Cronin. Woj got the contract details, four-year contract. Cronin, interim GM, since December, takes over a franchise at a pivotal offseason and has vowed to continue building around Damian Lillard. Mm. There's other mentions of Joe Cronin with Woj. Oh, Here's one. ESPN's NBA draft analyst Mike Schmitz is finalizing a deal to become an assistant GM with the Portland. That's right. Mm -hmm. Woj broke the news that his colleague was hired to the Blazers front office under Joe Cronin. I had forgotten about that. Not just his colleague. When Adrian first joined ESPN, he handpicked some of the people who came along with him. One of them was Jonathan Gavoni of Draft Express. Right. The other was Mike Schmitz of Draft Express. Now, I, I want to make clear here. Mike Schmitz is incredible at his job. Yes. He was incredible at his job at Draft Express. He was incredible at his job at ESPN. And if his knowledge and his voice are being put to use in Portland, I have no doubt he's incredible at his job as an assistant GM, as a talent evaluator for the Portland Trailblazers. Having said that, 
there is a certain embedded quid pro quo, if you will, even if it's never said aloud, that would lead to a situation where there is some symbiosis. It is not unlike if I were to leave this job and become assistant GM of the Anaheim Amigos or the San Diego Conquistadors to expect that if I'm going to talk to anyone in the media, it wouldn't be Dan Lebetard or Tom Havistro or someone else at Metal Arc Media. Those ties just don't go away. Yeah. Those relationships just don't go away. And consequently, I don't believe that you guys would be putting me in a position of added difficulty. If anything, you're going to try and help me out. Hey, I'm trying to trade Fats Walker. You guys got to help me out here. It's, oh, yeah, San Diego's not going to take anything less than, you know. So whether it's spoken or unspoken, whether it's even actively understood or not, it is for sure present. And that presence colors the type of talk we're having. It's the same reason, by the way. Not exactly the same, but it's, it's in the same family as why would San Antonio get mentioned in a Damian Lillard sweepstakes? Other than the fact that San Antonio is one of Adrian's most loyal sources. Loyal. To the point where when negative coverage of San Antonio occurs on ESPN, he hears it first from them. And then he goes and tries to figure that out. And ask me how I know. Ask me how I know. How do you know, I mean? Because when Kawhi Leonard was getting into it with the Spurs, wasn't sure about playing or not playing because he didn't feel 100%, even though the Spurs doctors cleared him. And we got all types of leaks out of the Spurs organization that we never got before. I went on the jump and Rachel Nichols was saying, you know, a lot's been said on both sides. And I stopped there. I said, Rachel, to be fair, a lot been said, not on both sides. One side's been doing a lot of talking. You know how I know? Because all the rumors, all the stories that are coming out are very pro-Spurs and very anti-quiet. Well, Tony Parker, Manu talked to him, and well, Tony Parker said he had an injury that was twice as bad as that. And he, like, that's not quiet leaking, hey, I look even worse and weaker and whatever. That's the Spurs leaking that stuff, right? So I said, regardless of whose side you're on on this or whatever, I know one side has kept their mouth shut for the most part, and the other one seems to like talking. All of a sudden, the most secretive organization ever, they can't stop springing leaks. That's a criticism of the Spurs. I get a call from my boss. He said he got a call from Adrian complaining that I am sabotaging his reporting. And I said, I never sabotage the reporting. Hmm. I said, hey, not both sides are talking. One side is talking very publicly through mouthpieces. The other isn't. They could be lying in their sourcing, but that's not what I'm, I'm arguing about. I'm just saying that they're talking. Now, if I were San Antonio and I were leaking information with the hopes of spinning a conversation in my favor and it actually did the opposite, hell yeah, I would be pissed. Hell yeah, I would chew out my guy on the inside. But what we cannot have is the guy on the inside chewing out other people because I made his life harder. With his source, that's none of my business. My business is to analyze this thing the best of my capacity from my background. And so you fast forward, and here it is, out of the blue. You talk about internet patois maze? Nobody. No one at all. ESPN. San Antonio actually was right. <laughs> what? What? Dark Horse. Not Philly. 
Not Boston, not New York or Brooklyn, not Milwaukee. Hell, not even the Lakers. There's spin within reason, and then there's just blatant, what are you doing? To me, to mention San Antonio was blatant. What you're getting at, I mean, is that reporters might have a tight relationship with organizations or sources. You know what? I'm going to just go out and say it. I think people need to look at the names in breaking news tweets and look at the ones that get tagged with a Twitter at and ones that get a name without a Twitter associated with it. I think a lot of people noticed that in this free agency period, the newsbreakers had to refer to Rich Paul as the at Clutch Sports CEO Rich Paul or Mark Bartlestein of at Priority Sports. Yeah. Why do agents need their name in the tweets. This didn't used to happen to me. It didn't used to be that you put agents in there. It used to be anonymous sources. And then all of a sudden, in the last five or so years, it's become very trendy to not just report the news, but report the news courtesy of this agent, of this agency. Right. So Tom, there's a couple of things going on here. Number one, of the number of deals that have been leaked that's come out, right? Because these teams are not putting out press releases. They're not allowed to until the moratorium is over. They're not. Who's leaking these? Who are the sources on these? They're agents. Why are the agents so gung-ho about the deal coming out with the highest possible dollar amount, even when in many cases it's not fully guaranteed or their incentives? Yeah, up to $260 million when it's really about 200. Mm -hmm. There's an extra $60 million there. Because it's advertising... For potential clients. Advertising for potential clients. So if I were to advertise, I have the greatest soft drink ever. I drink it every day. It's delicious and it gives me vitamins. It makes me healthier and it keeps me alert and awesome. But I never say the name of the drink. How good of an advertisement is that? Not good. Yes. You want to be D'Angelo Russell putting the drink on the table. That's what you want to do. Referencing it in every answer to every question. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what these agents are doing. But that company has to pay D'Angelo Russell lots of money for that advertising. Yeah. So you're saying, I mean, that agents are paying Woj a lot of money? No. There's a lot of different forms of currency out there, Tom. Yeah, exactly. Compensation. Oh, okay. All right. So Ethan Strauss of the great Substack House of Strauss wrote about this, might have been almost two years ago. See? Right there. Mm -hmm. Imagine the currency that Ethan is offering Amin for this plug right here. Or I'm imagine the currency I'm giving Ethan for this plug right here, right? Mm. He wrote about Adrian Wojnarowski doing a tour among the big agencies and giving them a presentation complete with ESPN letterhead on the slideshow telling them about all the benefits of leaking your news to me because I have the highest social engagement following, et cetera, et cetera. This isn't just the case of, oh, well, he texted me first, so I'll give it to him first. These are established relationships that are happening behind the scenes that were pitched, literally pitched in a boardroom with PowerPoint for the explicit purpose of doing this. You give me the news first, and what's the return there? I make you look good. Find me the negative 
Adrian Wojnarowski's story about R.C. Buford, about Neil O'Shea, which I guess is a lot easier because R.C. Buford, I get it. He's God's gift to basketball, and all they do is win in San Antonio, and they're smarter than everyone else. Deep respect. They did get Victor Wembanyama. Okay. Neil O'Shea was ousted for having a toxic workplace. If anyone would know that, wouldn't it be the most connected insider who has roots deep in the Portland organization? Find me the time he said something bad about him. You can't find it because he's engaging in this relationship. And whether it's codified or not is irrelevant. All that is relevant is that the benefits of such a relationship exist. That's keeping your third eye open. It's the facts. There's levels to this, right? There's levels to these relationships and what kind of compensation you get. Because I'm looking at some of these free agency signings and sometimes when I see it and it just says sources tell ESPN or sources tell the athletic slash stadium, I'm like, man, that agent didn't get his name in there. I wonder why that agent didn't get his name in there. And maybe it's the agent isn't playing ball yet or hasn't shown enough of a runway or at least a time period of like, yeah, you gave me this scoop but I need to see a few more before I put in your name. And it makes me think that there's a loyalty program. Oh, I love those. An NBA source loyalty program. I sign up for loyalty programs whenever I can. Yes. The benefits are incredible. Shout out Maria Bonvoy. When I see a tweet that has an agent in there, name checked, and it happens, but without the at Twitter handle, I feel like they're not quite on the same level of... Rich Paul or Mark Bartlestein. They haven't paid up. They haven't earned, accrued enough source points. Mm -hmm. Source miles. I like miles better. Yeah, miles. And if you accrue enough source miles, you can get to a silver medallion status. Mm -hmm. Now, what the silver gets you is you're going to have access to a newsbreaker and having some intel and back and forth with the newsbreaker, whether it's Woj or Shams. When your client gets signed with a team, you'll get a tweet with the information in there. But you're not getting name checked. Mm. That's for gold members. Got to keep them wanting more. You want the gold membership. You're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to earn a lot more source miles. Okay. And the way to give more source miles is to feed more information or intel to the newsbreaker. And then you can get gold status. You might ask yourself, what will gold status get you? Hmm. What will it get me? It's going to get you name checked. Your name is now going to be broadcast to 6 million Twitter followers. And people are going to know that Amin El Hassan of Bonvoy Agency is now going to be name checked in your news breaking tweets. But is your agency going to have a Twitter account? No. Is it going to be at Bonvoy Agency? You have it as that's a larger. Yes. <laughs> I like that. What's better than gold? I mean, platinum, baby. Woo. Platinum gets you name checked and tagged. And the tag. Do we have examples of this? Oh, of course. So Shams reporting free agent Malik Beasley has reached agreement on a one-year deal with the Milwaukee Bucks. Sources tell the Athletic at Stadium. Agent Brian Jungris of Parlay Sports and Entertainment negotiated the contract. There's no at there. Mm -hmm. So I think he has a gold membership. Okay. Not enough source miles to get to platinum. Platinum status is when you get your at Twitter handle tweeted within 
the news breaking tweet, the big scoop. Uh-huh. But there's other perks. There's other member benefits. You also get experiences. I mean, give me some more sales points here. Wouldn't it be nice if you could ask one of these newsbreakers for a shared contact? That sounds incredible. I need you to explain this one to me. If you need to get in touch with an agent, another team, or another coach for another organization, or somebody in basketball circles, who do you go to to acquire that contact to build out your Rolodex? You go to the newsbreaker and you say, hey, I'm going to need uh, a favor. Could I get so-and-so's phone number? Part of the Platinum membership is that you get one shared contact a month. 12 a year, one per month. Once you burn that shared contact, that's done. If you want unlimited contacts. No, I want unlimited. Mr. 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 Unlimited. I want unlimited for sure. Then I want to talk to you about the diamond status. Oh, man. Oh, oh my God. Diamond status. You're going to tease me with this concierge service once a month, but then tell me that I can go unlimited if we go diamond? Diamond. You're getting name checked. You're getting tagged in the tweets. You're getting unlimited contact shares. And you know what? As part of the Diamond membership program, your status will also get you name drops on television. Damn. That's a total another level. That's right, Maze. It's not just, hey, the Portland Trailblazers are seeing what the marketplace will give them in a trade with Damian Lillard. No, it's Joe Cronin is going out there and fielding offers, he will be in charge and assessing the best return because he is stewarding this franchise going forward. That's part of the diamond. You're getting name checked on TV. So when you've got Woj saying no rush, you're doing a little spin control. Oh yeah. Is that a platinum perk or is that a diamond exclusive offer? No, that's a platinum perk. You can get some services in spin control. I often see this as follow-up tweets. Mm. You break the news and then a follow-up tweet will create more context with that news-breaking situation. So let's say Kevin Durant has demanded a trade. This kind of looks bad on Sean Marks and the Brooklyn Nets organization. So as a platinum member or as a diamond member, you get the added benefit of a follow-up tweet to say, Sean Marks is working and collaborating with Kevin Durant and his representation to find an amenable outcome with his star player. So there's other ways that you can get benefits that are not just related to the actual news-breaking moment, it is also the window dressing around it, the spinning that happens around it. So that is not just a diamond benefit. That's a platinum benefit. But hey, you want a nice puff piece in the newspaper or a nice puff piece on TV? You're going to get the diamond membership. Hmm. You're going to have to pay up with a lot of source miles to get there. I think there are more benefits, though. I think there's more to it than just sharing of a Rolodex. There's more? <laughs> wow. But wait, there's more. Part of this has to be, it's almost got to be like insurance, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're getting insurance in case shit hits the fan. In that case, you know, something goes wrong, how would the insurance cover for a bad experience that you're having as a loyal customer? Well, of course, they'd make it all better. So let's say, oh, I don't know. The company I work for is getting sued for having a toxic workplace. 
and I'm in charge of the culture and the environment at said toxic workplace. Maybe I have it so that not only is it never mentioned, but if my departure is ever mentioned, it's always mentioned in a neutral way, like parting of ways or moving in a different direction, as opposed to the ouster that it actually is. Is that a benefit we can bake into one of these levels? Yeah, I think that's diamond. That's diamond level? Because you're putting your own reputation on the line for that. If you're standing up for someone who's been fired in unsavory circumstances, that's going to take a lot of source miles. What if I had a client who's an agent and the player they represent ends up leaving, right? This happens all the time. Players fire agents. Maybe if I'm the agent who lost the client, I can get a benefit like, hey, can you point out some of the things about this client that aren't exactly the best in the world? And if I'm the agent gaining the player as a client, let's talk about how we can make this guy. This guy's actually poised to make a lot of money in his next deal because, you know, he's actually pretty valuable out there. Are those benefits we can throw in there? Yeah, we can add that too. What about like if you're forced to sign a, qualifying offer because you had a domestic violence dispute off the court Mm -hmm. and that allows you to become an unrestricted free agent. We can just like forget about the whole reason why, why you're forced to sign a QO. Yeah. Especially if the day before you were probably supposed to sign the biggest amount of money contract you'd ever seen. And that all got invalidated by the domestic violence incident that has now left you here a year later settling for a qualifying offer. That might be one way to do it as well. I feel like there are a lot of benefits. We really start fleshing this thing out. Yeah. I kind of feel like I want to sign up for this service, you know? Yeah, I wonder what a new client offer is like. I wonder if you get any source miles, if you hit a certain limit in your first month, maybe you have to maintain a balance of 10,000 source miles per month over the first three months. You know, sometimes you take a long enough trip, you could actually jump to the next level Mm -hmm. off of one trip. You know, you fly L.A. to New Delhi. That's a lot of miles right there. And it's not a cheap flight either. So I think there's an equivalent here in our little system, in our loyalty system. If you give me something that is truly remarkable, I'll get you up there. Like, say, predicting that James Harden is going to opt back into his deal and come back to the 76ers only to demand a trade? Something like that perhaps would get you into the source loyalty program? Maze, I love what you're thinking here. I'm wondering though, can you lose status if you do not divulge that information? So if someone else breaks that news that James Harden is going to opt in Mm. and demand a trade, but you didn't get that information and you gave it to someone else, you're one of my platinum members and you went out and decided to go with another newsbreaker. Yeah. That might cost you. These are all hypotheticals anyway, so I guess we'll never know. Actually, you know what? I don't think it was Woj or Shams who got the James Harden opt-in and trade. Was it Sam Emick? Was it Chris Haynes? Was it Mark Spears? Mark Stein? It was none of them. Oh, it's our guy, right? Jake Fisher, of course. It wasn't Jake either. Huh. I'm surprised you guys aren't getting this. Do you guys want to know who it was? Yeah, I'd love to know. Tease it for the next segment. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Now it's time for Annie's secret message for you members of the Secret Circle. Remember, kids, only members of Annie's secret circle can decode Annie's secret message. You can break the code. Maybe I take a shot at it, maybe I break it. I'm real happy with myself because I did my job well. There's only one hacker in the world who can break this code. Super string theory, chaos math, advanced algorithms. Code breaking. Strange, the code is somehow different. It's like solving a Rubik's Cube that's fighting back. whoop de doo What does it all mean, Basil? When people talk to each other, they never say what they mean. They say something else. And you're expected to just know what they mean. Break the code. You are, quite simply, the best natural code breaker I've ever seen. <laughs> There is a newcomer to the NBA Source loyalty program. It's not just Bonvoy, it's not just Hilton, Kimpton, Hyatt. This one is a shadow hotel chain. This one is off market. You don't really know you're getting one until you walk in the door and then you're like, whoa. This doesn't look like a Hyatt to me. Mm -hmm. This one is anonymous. Is it a boutique, maybe? A mom and pop. Mm. Not an Airbnb, just a B&B. A B&B, old school B&B. This one is a... There's this Twitter account that seems to be beating a lot of the top newsbreakers this free agency period. Dropping Dimes 20. Or I should say the artist formerly known as Dropping Dimes 20 was a Twitter account that had about 50,000 followers that went dark after it made a series of news-breaking scoops and then returned as Dropping Dimes 02. And I'm not even sure that that's right. I'm not even sure because this is so anonymous that they haven't really been verified on Twitter. They haven't paid the $10. We don't really know in this Elon Musk world whether this, this is the real Dropping Dimes 20. I got to figure out who this person is. Hmm. This account, Fanspo, it's one of these aggregator sites, I think, tweeted out on June 29th, the story of the day in the sports world is not James Harden requesting a trade. It's dropping dimes 20. So far, he has called Beal to the Suns, Harden opt-in and trade to Clippers slash Suns, Whitmore falling on draft night, the entire top five of the draft and also teasing a Carl Anthony Towns trade to the Mavs or the Suns. All of these deals reportedly were before Woj and Shams. Well, Carl Anthony Towns is still on the Timberwolves, right? Yeah, as of now. It's weird that that one was included in that rundown, but I guess we'll keep our third eyes peeled for that one. There's no rush on that, Mace. No rush. No rush to judgment here. We're dragging. So I want to figure out, guys, what do you think? Who is this? The name is the Amateur NBA Analyst. Amateur NBA Analyst. A-N-A-A-A. Amateur Analyst. Hmm. A-A. A-A-A-A-A. 
I'm stuck on the, the initials. Well, I can think of another amateur analyst once upon a time that did have the same initials, and that was the magical Arya Abraham. This might be wishful thinking, guys. This might be wishful thinking. We all hope that Arya Abraham has graduated from USC Law School and made his triumphant return. But the one thing about Arya Abraham is that we know that he wanted you to know that it was him. Mm, Yeah. So this would be a little bit of a pivot from Arya to hide behind this cloak of secrecy. First of all, let's jog everyone's memory. Was it the summer of Dwight Howard? So Arya first popped onto the scene in 2013. Wait, what? Okay, this was quite a while ago when he saw Dwight Howard at a Los Angeles hotel. Arya Abraham was just a teenager at that point. And then six years later, in the summer of 2019, is when he really made his mark and started reporting stuff left and right. Most notably, insisting that Kawhi Leonard was headed to the Lakers in free agency and not the Clippers. Absolutely not the Clippers. Of course, where did he end up? You guessed it, the Clippers. So Arya had some splaining to do. Now, he was a little premature here. But no rush because Arya Abraham, after all that, is correct. D'Angelo Russell is back with the Lakers. Called that one four years ago. He reported D'Angelo Russell was going to the Lakers in 2019. That's right. Did he go in 2019? Let's not worry about that. 2023 showed up. I guess my thing is. You say Ari wanted people to know it was him. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, amateur NBA analyst AA dropping dime seems to relish the anonymity. Is it possible that over 10 years, Ari has grown up a little bit? And because of his experience the first time around, now he's learned his lesson? That's certainly possible. I mean, law school will change a man. Yeah. He's got a bar to pass now. He can't be out here exposing himself like that it seems our guy dropping dimes 20 has re-upped returned as dropping dimes 02 and one of the things that leads me to think it's not abraham is because there's two tweets where he's using words that have a british english spelling let me explain on june 30th He's kind of doing a victory lap about Fred Van Vliet. He did a Van Vliet with a rocket emoji before anybody else had the Rockets news, Van Vliet Rockets news. And he starts doing a victory lap, retweeting a Woj scoop saying, anyone going to apologize? Now, apologize in this tweet is spelled A-P-O-L-O-G-I-S-E. S-E. And you might say, Wait a minute, that must have been just a slip of the finger, right? Or maybe even the iPhone was doing, you know, a little predicting on its own and just did I-S-E instead of I-Z-E. But no, a couple tweets later, he says, anyone from Miami waiting for news? Superstar, this is so close to being finalized. Finalized. I'm going to spell it for you. F-I-N-A-L-I-S-E-D. Not using the Z. In the American English spelling, he's using a British English spelling. So either this is Abraham basically going to law school and saying, if I am going to run a burner newsbreaker account, I got to throw people off the scent. I'm going to start using weird British English spellings. Guys, do you think this is 
a decoy by him, a red herring to throw it in there to get people off the scent. Let's go to our chief linguist correspondent, Anthony Mays. What, what are your thoughts on this? You know, if he had dropped a U in color, mm -hmm. I think we'd know for sure that this was from the UK. But I'm going to chalk this up to xenophobia. See what I did there? Ah, xenophobia with a capital X. No, it's the capital Z because it's the British spelling. <laughs> when the S, a capital S, <laughs> xenophobia. <laughs> I love this account because it'll say something like ambiguous and just kind of general and then claim that they got it. He called it. Well, that's smart. It's brilliant. One time he said, uh-oh, Nicks. Yeah. I mean, uh-oh. Yeah. What are they going to do? A couple of days later, they sign Dante DiVincenzo mm -hmm. and he writes, there you have it. Victory lap. My man likes victory laps. What about the Nick Nurse reunion tweet? The anonymous amateur analyst says, Nick Nurse reunion, period. With Daryl Morey. We talked about that. Uh, I think he's referring to a player. So I'm trying to connect the dots here. I mean, does that mean Norman Powell is coming oh. to Philly in a trade for James Harden? The Clippers package is sent around... Norman Powell, who is really good for Nick Nurse in Toronto. That's an interesting way to put it, as opposed to like something like homecoming for someone, you know, or some other connection like that to go with Nick Nurse and Norm Powell reunited as the lead for that deal. It makes it a little easier to paint with broad brushes. I don't know who this guy is, but I'm curious. He's breaking a lot of news. And the way it works at a lot of these organizations, the media outlets, they have to get it confirmed, they have to get second sourcing, or they have to work with their source as part of the platinum package, work with the source on timing. So they might hold news. They know that Bruce Brown is going to Indiana, but they want to hold it to take care of their client, to take care of their member of the diamond platinum card and say, we'll hold this information until you're ready, just give me the, the thumbs up. And then here is this burner account saying, Bruce Brown's going to Indiana. And then you lose it. You lose the scoop. So no one's acknowledging this amateur analyst. I'm curious how long this is going to last, that he's going to get scoops before all the newsbreakers. But my third eye is open. I see you. We had ball sack sports on this program. The invitation's out. If you would like to speak, we'll take care of you. If you'd like to drop some dimes on this podcast, you know where to find us. The P.O. Box that Michael Rubin sent the invitation to for the white party that we didn't attend. I would like to offer a diamond medallion to the amateur analyst if he comes on to this show. Lifetime. Lifetime diamond member. Lifetime. Spin control included. You will have access to our P.O. Box yeah. and access to our secret files at Illuminati. If you come onto the program, we'll give you a hood. We won't even make you reveal yourself. We'll give you a hood. We'll blur the voice. Third eye monocle, the whole deal. You got it. But come on down. Drop some dimes. Drop some dimes. Let's finalize the deal. Just last year, 
that Brian Windhorst took us to the deal zone. The deal zone. Fingers up. Told us something strange is going on in Utah. Mm -hmm. And Sam Shuby at GQ gave us an oral history of something that happened a year ago, which I really appreciated. And Windhorst had this to say. The chairs on first take are very, very good. In that particular moment, I leaned back because that chair is a great chair. Nice. You would normally never lean back. And so when I leaned back as part of the storytelling, I made gestures that I normally wouldn't. That just happened in the moment. But those are the best chairs. Stephen A. has rigorous chair requirements, and he is rewarded with spectacular, spectacular chairs on that desk. Nobody talks about the chair. I've never been on first take. I don't know what the chairs are like. You know why? Because you're not Brian Winhurst. I mean... I'm on the silver plan. You're on the silver plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are diamond chairs. <laughs> Brian Winters and Stephen A. are diamond medallion chairs for sure. I love that. Wendy's the best. Brian is the best. He's the best in the game. I love his TV presence. He's got so much TV personality. And I learned so much in that story. But the best item is the chair. Nobody talks about the chair. Spectacular chairs. Now that I'm thinking about it, we should probably upgrade our chairs when we do Illuminati. Because think about all the potential we could have on this program. I mean, Amin's constantly dealing with chairs on the road. He's got unpredictable chairs. Yeah. That's always going to affect his performance, you know? You know, like on a flight, when you've got high status, you could pick your seat. The lower your status, the less selection you get. And, you know, sometimes it just seats you anywhere. Back row, middle seat. That's kind of where I feel like I'm at right now. I like how he talked about chairs like teammates. They put me in position. I just hit the shot. That's all. I, I had the support of the chair to lean back into it and do some crazy moves. It's my teammates. These chairs, they're the ones that deserve the credit. I want to thank the chair god, first and foremost, because he really gave me all the power to do this. Why would they do that? Just a spectacular chair. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.